Hi, and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar, and my purpose here is to tell you of the good news of the salvation of Jesus Christ that's available to everyone. If you're new to the podcast, you can listen to my personal story in the first three episodes. I pray that as you hear this message today, it will encourage you to read the New Testament, the Gospels, and the letters, which explain the good news of Jesus' true salvation, your one-way, non-stop ticket to heaven. The episode will begin after this short message. Are you absolutely sure that you have your one-way, non-stop ticket to heaven? So that when you die, you'll instantly be with Jesus. Assurance. That's what the Apostle Paul explains in his letter to the Romans, chapter 8. This is one of the most quoted Bible chapters. I'm going to go through it slowly, and at the end, on my blog, there's a nice video, part of a series, from one of the Bible devotionals in the Bible app. So we read from Romans 8. So now, there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. Stop there a second. Here is a fact. If you think that you have to go to confession every Saturday or you be condemned to hell, you do not belong to Christ Jesus. Okay, we continue. And because you belong to Him, the power of the life giving Spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. The law of Moses was unable to save us because of the weakness of our sinful nature. So God did what the law could not do. He sent his own son in a body, like the bodies we sinners have. And in that body, God declared an end to sin's control over us by giving his son as a sacrifice for our sins. He did this so that the just requirement of the law would be fully satisfied for us who no longer follow our sinful nature, but instead follow the spirit. That's verses two through four. Now in the first seven chapters of Romans, which I covered in the last um, seven blog posts and podcasts, Paul's been talking about the Jewish law that no matter how hard you try by yourself, you can never be right with God. You have a sinful nature. We all do. We continue. Those who are dominated by the sinful nature think about sinful things, but those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit think about things that please the Spirit. So letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to death, but letting the Spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. For the sinful nature is always hostile to God. It never did obey God's laws, and it never will. That's why those who are still under the control of their sinful nature can never please God. But you are not controlled by your sinful nature. You are controlled by the Spirit if you have the Spirit of God living in you. And remember that those who do not have the Spirit of Christ living in them do not belong to Him at all. And Christ lives within you so even though your body will die because of sin, the Spirit gives you life because you have been made right with God. 
The spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, he will give life to your mortal bodies by this same spirit living within you. That's verses 5 through 11. Question, do you belong to Jesus? Are you sure? Do you have the Holy Spirit living inside of you? There are many benefits if you do. And in my blog, I have links to other uh, to past podcasts of all of the benefits of salvation. Paul continues, Therefore, dear brothers and sisters, you have no obligation to do what your sinful nature urges you to do. For if you live by its dictates, you will die. But if through the power of the Spirit you put to death the deeds of your sinful nature, you will live. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. So you have not received a spirit that makes you feel fearful slaves. Instead, you received God's Spirit when he adopted you as his own children. Now we call him Abba, Father. For his spirit joins with our spirit to affirm that we are God's children. Since we are his children, we are his heirs. In fact, together with Christ, we are heirs of God's glory. But if we are to share his glory, we must also share his suffering. No longer fearful slaves. If Jesus was raised from the dead, and this is my question to you, then you can also be raised with him. If you believe, you can be adopted. You can be, you can call God the father, Abba or daddy. That's what Abba means, daddy. And you can be led by the Holy Spirit. If you've been adopted, then you have an inheritance. We continue uh, with Paul's letter. Yet what we suffer now is nothing compared to the glory he will revealed to us later for all creation is waiting eagerly for that future day when God will reveal who his children really are against its will all creation was subjected to God's curse and we spoke we spoke about that in in a couple of the I think it was in Romans 1 but with eager hope the creation looks forward to the day when it will join God's children in glorious freedom from death and decay. For we know that all creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right up to the present time. And we believers also groan, even though we have the Holy Spirit within us as a foretaste of future glory. For we long for our bodies to be released from sin and suffering. We too wait with eager hope for the day when God will give us our full rights as his adopted children, including new bodies, the new bodies he had promised us. Oh boy, can I, I can't wait for that. We were given this hope when we were saved. If we already have something, we don't need to hope for it. But if we look forward to something we don't yet have, we must wait patiently and confidently. And the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. And the Father who knows all hearts knows what the Spirit is saying, for the Spirit pleads for us believers in harmony with God's own will. 
And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. For God knew his people in advance, and he chose them to become like his son so that his son would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And having chosen them, he called them to come to him. And having called them, he gave them right standing with himself. And having given them right standing, he gave them his glory. That's 18 through 30. Wow, that's a lot. So if you have inheritance, then you have the insurance of salvation and the hope in the Holy Spirit. <sighs> Romans 8.28, that is quoted a lot. Have you watched the NBC show Manifest? They quote it all the time. It's a sci-fi series that has Flight 828 from Jamaica to New York disappear for five years. Then the people suddenly return and then they haven't aged a bit. And they quote verse 828. And we know that God causes everything to work for good. But they stop at good. They leave out an important part of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. They kind of leave in the Christian part out of it. But just the fact that they're quoting the Bible is good, I guess. All right. But this also doesn't mean that God is granting you an easy life. No. And this sometimes is a hard to swallow one, especially when we're going through tough times, like many people are going through now with this whole COVID-19 coronavirus, corona apocalypse they were going through now. You know, um, all things work for his good. Well, um, and through the word, the free Bible app, uh, Pastor Chris Langham does the Romans 8 study lesson. And he says, God is before and after and inside of all time. And he can say all things. See, God knows what you're going through. And he knows what's going to be like tomorrow and next week and next month and after this whole thing is over. If it's over, I don't know. But then something else is going to come. Something else is going to happen. Uh, and I, be I believe we are in the birth pains that, you know, that Jesus talked about in Matthew 24, um, say Luke, Luke 21, I think, and Mark 13. So, And I've got several podcasts on that. Uh, that things are going to get worse before the rapture happens. And I just did a blog article and podcast on the rapture. So you can look at, look, look for it um, uh, in my blog or in one of the, the podcast apps, you know, so things are not going to get easier, but the thing that we know and we have is the assurance of God's love. And Paul ends this chapter with an assurance of God's love. Nothing could separate us from God's love. What shall we say about such wonderful things as these? If God is for us, who can ever be against us? Since he did not spare even his own son, but gave him up for us all, won't he also give us everything else? Who dares accuse us whom God has chosen for his own? No one. For God himself has given us right standing with himself. Who then will condemn us? No one, for Christ Jesus died for us and was raised to life for us. And he is sitting in the place of honor at God's right hand, pleading for us. 
Can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Does this mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity or are persecuted or hungry or destitute or in danger or threatened with death? As the scriptures say, for your sake, we are killed every day. We are being slaughtered like sheep. No, despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. <coughs> and I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Neither death, nor life, neither angels, nor demons, neither our fears for today, nor our worries about tomorrow, not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below, indeed nothing in all creation, will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. So my question is, who are you in Christ? Are you an onlooker? Or are you an adopted child of God? Every human being is God's creation. However, only born-again believers become heirs with Christ, children of God. The Holy Spirit will live within you, making you a temple of God. Jesus earned for us entry into God's presence. We are estranged from God because of our sins. We cannot earn our own entry into God's presence. Only through the belief in Jesus Christ can we gain the joy of his presence. And um, we read in Psalm 16, verse 11, You will show me the way of life, granting me the joy of your presence and the pleasures of living with you forever. If Jesus was raised, we will be raised. Raised to be with him in heaven, not purgatory. Purgatory doesn't exist. If purgatory exists, then Jesus died for nothing. Do you have the assurance of salvation? Do you have the Holy Spirit? Hop on over to my blog and watch the video that's there. It's a good one. If you want the assurance of a one-way nonstop ticket to heaven, then this is what you have to do. Believe, repent, be baptized, and receive the Holy Spirit. Pray this prayer humbly and wholeheartedly. Dear Jesus, I know I am a sinner. I believe you died for my sins. Please forgive me. Right now, I turn from my sins and open the door of my heart and my life to you. I confess you as my personal Lord and Savior. I will follow you for the rest of my life. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Soli Deo Gloria, to God alone be the glory. Thank you for listening to this episode. Jesus said in Revelation 3, verses 20 through 22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. The links are in the show website. Make sure you download my favorite free Bible study apps, YouVersion, Bible app, and Through the Word. 
These will make it easy for you to get into the habit of reading the Bible daily. Seek the truth. Seek the gospel truth. Oh, and don't forget to hit the subscribe button and then the share button. The gospel of Jesus is meant to be shared. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory.